0: It is a podcast about change, the challenges of improving your career, making tough decisions, and starting something awesome. I am your host, Dan Benjamin. With me here in our Austin headquarters is Hattie Cook. Hattie, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thanks uh, for coming in today. You were sick. You were out sick yesterday.
1: I had a little bit of a cold.
0: You don't sound bad today.
1: No, I don't sound too bad. I don't feel bad. I just felt a little bit tired yesterday, and Mm -hmm. I think I needed some rest.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got rested and you're back. And uh, you know, we have a certain quarantine level here that we like to maintain. But I feel like everything's all right. You're okay to be here.
1: Yep, I'm taking my echinacea, and you know, vitamin, vitamin C. C. I have my cough drops, but I feel I feel fine. You
0: seem fine. If that if this is what it's like for you to get a cold, yep. I mean, that's just me on a regular and it's day. It's only
1: one day. Yeah. I mean, like it was it was yesterday, and then part part of today. So it's uncanny
0: yeah. how healthy you are.
1: I get a cold like once every five years.
0: Well, one day when you have children, uh, you'll send them to school. Maybe that will change. Maybe not. Maybe your resistance will be.
1: I have an iron. Will be strong. Yeah.
0: So before the show, uh, Hattie sent me an image to. She said it was to get me in the mood for the show. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my whole life. You don't like moths. No. And it's something (laughs) from a nightmare. It's something truly from a horrific nightmare.
1: I like bugs
0: and it uh, it's horrible and it's a moth.
1: It's a it's like a pink Ugh. and purple moth Ugh. and his little arms little fuzzy arms are in the air. He's so cute.
0: Nightmarish. Anyway, see, Goodness. she also did a good job, I guess, while she was out. Finding How do you links. should you should stay home more often.
1: Every Thursday, I stay home to prepare for <laughs> to, quit. Get,
0: to get the link.
1: I'm OK with that.
0: <laughs> but Is this uh, still a paid day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You get a lot of them, though, and if you'd like to see some or all of them, uh, you can go to 5by5.tv five five slash quit slash 102. There'll be a few links there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which is a thrill a minute. And, uh, you know, I want to start with this one, this this tweet, because this is this provokes a, a response in me.
1: Yeah. I, when I showed it to you, you were like, no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah."
0: I have a strong, as you as you would say, strong feelings about this. Yeah. And this is posted by a It looks like a person named Ryan Delk who is at Delk with a K on Twitter. And he says, good candidates do this. And then he has a, I I guess it's a screenshot of an email he received that says, Ryan, I'm assuming this person is going to work for Ryan or wants to work for Ryan. In preparation for our call, I mocked up a few ideas for how Omni can improve the inbound funnel before this summer. Please see the attached video. Let me know if it doesn't go through. It's around 12 megabytes plus six screenshots. So.
1: And Omni, since we're kind of.
0: It's not Omni magazine. No. Which was great.
1: Omni is the concierge for your stuff. They pick up, catalog, and store your things. And then you can view them in the app and lend them to friends and access when you need it. I think it's like for uh, big cities where you don't or you might not have access to um, like a storage unit or something. I think that's, I think that's cool. What they cool startup. Good, really with a neat good service. idea. Yep. Great idea. Yep.
0: Uh, so this person clearly wants to work for Ryan at Omni. And I wonder how they settled on the name Omni with all the baggage that thing carries around.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: Omni's that's the, I mean, there's so many Omni's out there.
1: I just think of the hotel.
0: There's the Omni Hotel. I think of the magazine Omni. Did you ever read Omni magazine? I don't magazine? know what that is. Omni, Ma- yeah, I'll tell you what, Hattie. Like it's we all about the hotel. <laughs> we always say, yeah. <laughs> we always say that Hattie was born in the wrong time period uh, because everything really that seems like it comes from my childhood. Uh, also, is, my
1: my mother raised me very old fashioned.
0: Look at look at the covers of Omni magazine. Just turn around, and look at these covers.
1: Oh, that's so spacey.
0: So what What this, and look at the font. Look at how weird that oh, is.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Omni, I, I had this one. This is one of my I favorite frame ones.
1: frame those and put them all over this room.
0: In my life, I've only subscribed to several magazines, and the one that I remember most fondly was Omni Magazine. Look at that. I had that one. God, I remember the covers of these magazines like yesterday. Holy cow, look at that. Look at these trippy... Are you looking at that, how trippy these are? Omni yeah, those
1: are very cool.
0: I'll put this in the I like, show notes I miss people, the
1: trippiness you know. of the 80s and Omni early was 90s. a science
0: and science fiction magazine, Hattie. Published in the US and the UK, it contained articles on science, parapsychology, and short works of science fiction it's and fantasy. Is it still out there? It was published as a print version between October 1978 and 1995, the first Omni e magazine was published on CompuServe in 1986, Aww. and they switched uh, purely a online presence in 1996, and it ceased publication abruptly in 1997 following the death of co-founder Kathy Keaton, and closed down in 98. So that's what happened. But they used to have really awesome short stories and fiction, and and everything in there was amazing. So when I think of Omni, I think of that, maybe the hotel. Maybe the, um, doesn't Omni Outliner, aren't there, isn't there a great Mac company, you know, making Mac software, Omni? Yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, Omni Focus and so all when those guys.
0: Guys, when you're picking a name for your business, try to pick one that doesn't bring up tons and tons and tons of other ideas. Do you know what Omni means? I think Hattie? of
1: like Omni, is it Omni present?
0: <laughs> it's going to make you laugh when I tell you the actual definition that I'm looking up. It says um, all of right. all things in all ways or places. Yeah. So uh, all omnipotent. the th- all the things
1: omnipotent.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I say
1: omnipotent. People say omnipotent, and that makes my head explode. <laughs> do
0: you w- do you mean when you say omnipotent? Do you mean omnipotent or do you mean omniscient? Because I like both. If you could be omnipotent or omniscient, which would you be?
1: Ooh,
0: think about it while we do our show. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, what this person who's applying to work at Omni with Ryan? First of all, they want to improve the this is how this is how they can improve the inbound funnel before the summer. I don't know what the inbound funnel means. I'm guessing they're talking about about uh, customer acquisition. Yeah, I don't. Just use real words, people. We don't need this kind of bulk crap word inbound funnel if somebody wrote me an email that had the words inbound (laughs) funnel next to it i hit delete
1: (laughs) right i'm like this must be some sort of form email that somebody sends out therefore i'm going to delete it (laughs)
0: customer acquisition is buzzwordy enough yeah i don't even even know if inbound funnel if that's what it means
1: buzzwords with me i start to lose interest real fast
0: Oh, Addy, Add. Oh, to, we're
1: just going to circle back here, uh, run it up the chain, and uh, get some uh, you know final add approval. On uh, to our
0: list uh, for for show <laughs> for sound bites that we're doing for the yep. new show. The guy from um, Oh yes, Filament. Can you make a note of that? Along with Bunny's Gone, and what's the other one? Filament. Bunny's Gone from Fatal My Attraction, Town. and My Town from Housewives. <laughs> okay, sorry that we'll edit that out. This show will never air. Uh, so. This person spent time making a 12 meg video and six screenshots. Now, here's 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 the point of all of this is Ryan has received this and then tweets about it and says good candidates do this, meaning they don't just prepare for a call by like reading some stuff. They're they like
1: go above and beyond Yeah,
0: above and beyond and they make a video and they do screenshots and they they've do this already and the
1: started working for you, basically, <laughs> right?
0: And, uh, and, and so somebody then replied to this tweet. I don't, Hattie, I don't know how, uh, in depth you went to this, but somebody replied and, uh, Erica is her name and she says, and good companies will hire them or at least pay them for any work they do for an interview, which the company uses. And, uh, to which Ryan replies, this is a candidate being proactive, not required or asked for. And Erica then says, I got that. Stand by what I said about paying people for work. A company uses job candidates also probably need the cash.
1: I don't know any company that would do that.
0: And then he says, yep, different context, though. Okay. Now, I have so many problems with this.
1: You have problems on Ryan's side, and you also have problems on the candidate side.
0: And <laughs> I'll I,
1: point out, I'll play candidate.
0: And I want, you know, Hattie, I want to get Erica on the show. I
1: know, I like the way she, her, her brain thinks.
0: But, but even Erica's got it wrong. Oh. Erica's the most right out of all of these people. But still wrong. But she's still wrong. So, do you want to go first? Because I know you, you had some thoughts on this.
1: Well, first, I, I'll play, I'll say all the problems with what the candidate I think
0: has done wrong. Okay.
1: First of all, I, I do not think it's a good idea.
0: Well, he didn't, and, and uh, the guy Ryan says he didn't ask for this. Right. Uh,
1: I think it's, I think if this is the only place he wanted to work in the whole world, right, this is the only place, and it was his dream that he's always had to work at this place. <laughs> right. Okay. But if you're just applying to like five or six places and you're like, one of them's good, you know, I kind of like all of them. I have a favorite, but you're wasting time. You could have applied to 10 more places in the time it took you to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, I have had people apply to work for jobs that I was hiring for who had done that kind of thing, who had, um, who had who tried
1: to improve your business
0: improve the business or or impress me by showing me their work that they've done and i absolutely love and commend how you know the the energy and the intent behind doing something like this but let's here's here's a problem here's a problem and i'll I'll show you a problem on the awkward... I'm wondering
1: if you're going to say what I want to say.
0: The awkward position that you're actually putting your employer or potential employer in. The first is, I don't want you to do any work for me, whoever you are, for free. And if there's a company out there who says, oh, you're going to do it for free, yeah, you, can, you don't work for them. Don't work for a company, a boss, an employer, anybody who accepts... Any kind of free work. Now, here's a situation. Um, Not long ago, we were uh, considering moving into uh, some office space that we had found because our lease had expired on the old one. And when we went there, it turned out that this was uh, the same office that we similar, same building as an office we used to lease years ago. And some of the furniture that we had left behind when we were moving from that office because we didn't want to take it, it was still there. And we said to the guy who uh, who's going to be writing up the new lease for us, I said, hey, "What's going on with this? Can we like use it?" He says, "You can have it back. You can use it. You can keep it. You can have it back. Whatever you want. It's yours if if you want it. for Anything in here that you want." And I said, "Okay, that's great." And uh, and he he also when we were I was sort of negotiating. I said, "Well, we want to do these two rooms here. How much for that?" And he said, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you are getting both, I'll knock a hundred bucks off the price per month." it's not huge it's, so we want
1: it makes a difference
0: now these are not free things these are what what we call incentives these are incentivizing us to say you know what yeah I'll sign the lease and right that's totally different i'm not talking about that in the context of businesses making deals with one another i'll give you some of this if you do some of that very different scenario what we're talking about here is it's somebody pro bono work really I, I, and and you know what they shouldn't be doing that to get a job. That's not why they should be getting a job. I want to evaluate all the candidates equally, and I want to evaluate them based on their past work and their present interest level, energy level, and situation. I don't, I'm totally against someone saying, well, I did this stuff, because here's the awkward position it puts me in. Now, if I receive it, and how can I prove I can't, if I receive it, or that I didn't rather, then I. I'm in a position where now I almost feel indebted to that person. They've done work already. Now I I have to pay them even though I might not want to or can't afford to or aren't set up to. I have to pay them now because they've done something, especially if they didn't ask me for it. Now, if I ask them in order to be considered for this job, you
1: must mock up. You must mock up a thing.
0: I think that's bad form. But if I ask for it and they do it, then that's fine.
1: I learned a long time ago, uh, you know, graphic design, uh, you know, applying for graphic design jobs, if they were like, oh... You know, do 10 logos for this one thing and, you know, or three logos and like, we'll get back to you on it. No, that's them fishing for free design work. Absolutely. Like that's, we learned a long time ago that anybody don't do, don't say, oh, look, I mocked this up for, for this new coffee shop uh, that I know you guys have as a client. Guess what? They will steal that and they will never credit you and they will never pay you.
0: And they don't have to because <laughs> you did it for free. You gave it away. And and so <laughs> even, even worse story than that, a friend of mine was an architect this this is back when we lived in uh, Orlando. My friend was an architect and his firm was one of four or five different firms that uh, a um, I think it was Tiger Woods wa- wanted his house designed. And because he was Tiger Woods, he said, uh, do do design a house for me. Right, like I'm
1: accepting. Um, what is it like designs?
0: Exactly. And these were not fully fleshed out in the way that you would actually present something to a builder to start building. But they were drawings. Concepts. They were they were things that could be turned very easily into real stuff. And they spent weeks working on this, just like the other four or five companies did. And uh, Tiger Woods did not select my friend's firm and yet elements of his design wound up in the final house. So that right. was just... But he, I said, that's outrageous. He said, no, that's normal in, in architecture. Or at least this was, you know, 15 years ago. But Today, we don't want that thing, kind of thing to happen. And to me, this all, the second way that this puts uh, the employer in a bad situation is if they receive it and there's something in there that maybe the employer hadn't thought of, or uh, now they can't do it because it's going to look like the idea came from this person, this, this potential employee. If they were going to do it anyway, then a potential employee could say, I gave him that idea, I'm suing for it. You see what I'm saying? So so please, candidates, yeah. please don't do this. Here's what you should do if you're applying for a job. Follow the questions exactly, the instructions exactly, on what it says to do for uh, the submission of your application. If they ask you to send a cover letter with your resume, then send a cover letter with the resume. In the cover letter, you can write all the about, oh, I have so many ideas on how we can improve your Uh, improve your uh, what was it improve your inbound funnel and tell them about that in the interview if they want to hear it ask them first though would you guys like to hear some ideas you know what i'd say you know what let's get to that later i want to hear those ideas if we hire you but right now i don't want you doing that just be yourself be yourself when you come in wear wear nice clothing look good speak well Represent yourself accurately. Ask
1: questions. Be attentive.
0: Now, if you're going to go work at Omni, research everything you can about the company, about the founders, about when it was started, about why. Look at the customers, this, that, and the other thing. All of that. Wouldn't go he
1: hold on to that information in case he got hired so that on the first meeting he could be like, boom, already have an idea. What like, a great idea. Then you're like the golden child.
0: Yeah, show up there and say, you know what? I've got a lot of ideas of how we could improve That's your in- inbound you funnel, right on Ryan.
1: your first day, not on your interview. Yeah, that's
0: not going to, and listen, and if if that person got hired, but think of how crappy that person's going to feel now when they don't get hired and they've given away all their ideas about the inbound funnel and they've made a 12 megabyte video and six screenshots, they're going to feel bad enough if they don't get hired just because they went to the interview and bought a new tie or whatever. They're going to feel bad about that. Now, well, they didn't get hired. I did all that work for nothing. And they're, they'll say, well, and if, they're, if they have like a positive attitude, they'll say, well, no, it wasn't for nothing. I learned a lot. It was a good exercise to do it, da, da, da. And they'll self-talk themselves into thinking that it wasn't just a terrible idea that they did that, but it was. Don't do that. Do you have anything else to say about that, Hattie? No. Are you sure?
1: I'm sure. It's just... <sighs> I just saw that go by and I was like, oh, my gosh, please don't do that.
0: People would say, oh, that's a good idea. Do this. Good candidates do this. No, they don't. Dumb candidates do that.
1: Right. Somebody um, somebody retweeted that with a quote, always don't apply to companies. Do the work for companies. Get hired. No.
0: No. <laughs> I understand you really wouldn't work there then then be the best candidate that you can be don't do free work because I'll tell you what else that does Hattie I just what? thought of this that thats a precedent now right oh she's the one that uh, that did all that extra work you know what we'll just give her some extra work now that we've got her on board she's gonna do stuff she'll work extra hours Pushover. And, yeah. She did all, she must, God, she must be desperate if she really must need this job. You know what? We'll offer her 10K less. Who cares? She's going to take it. It's obvious she's got nothing else. If she had time to make a 12 meg video and six screenshots and talk about our uh, improving our uh, inbound funnel, nothing else to do. She must be desperate. Or, God, or like, you know what? Her
1: ideas are, are worth $0 since she did this for $0, you know?
0: Yeah. See what kind of raise she's going to get in a year. It's just the way it is. All right, now we have, now we have a, a, the opposite of this. And this is something, did you screenshot this, Hattie? How are you going to uh, link this up? Yeah,
1: I'm not sure yet, but
0: all right, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it. Hattie found this. This is uh, on LinkedIn where Hattie, I think now a she's- A friend
1: of a friend liked it and then shared it. So <laughs> I Hattie don't has, know Hattie is slowly
0: is. shifting her from Facebook. You know right, how she's always been on LinkedIn Facebook. Now she's on LinkedIn. Time. And maybe she's looking for another job. Who knows? Who knows? But <laughs> actually, it's, she's still mostly yeah. on Pinterest. Uh, anyway, yeah. th- this um, this guy, his name is Danny Santoro, and he is at a place called PFA Plumbing, I guess. Shout and, out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there is a... H- Heidi, can you describe this photo for the listener?
1: Uh, yes. There is a shot of a beautiful white walled corner of a room with a really nice gray... Wood flooring it looks really good. Uh, and there is some copper piping that is running up the walls and along the baseboards. Uh, but it looks so ni- ni- nice and clean and neat. So, Dan, read the... Uh, it's
0: very, very... I mean, this is like...
1: Right. You know more about piping than I do. I
0: don't know that much about piping. You know more than me, though. But I think... Because you've owned it, homes. It looks good. <laughs> I've never had a home where the piping looked this good. There you go. Uh, behind the walls. Is looks great. And he says... Young lad on site asked today, not website. He's talking about on the, on the, the work, site. work site. Young lad on site asked today, quote, why are you piping up so neat? It's all going to be boxed. And in this, in this case, boxed is slang for put behind drywall. Will not be seen. My reply is boxed or not boxed, kid. I've told you before, always showcase your skills Respect the area you're working in and treat every job as if you were working in your own home. Thumbs up emoji. Hashtag PFA Plumbing. Hashtag as properties.
1: And I uh, hashtag approve.
0: (laughs) Why do you like this? Well,
1: it's that that same kind of uh, thing as if you do your best work or if you do something nice when no one's watching, that's like a true good person or something like that and that's kind of how i see this like if they're going to make something do their job in a very nice clean neat way for something that's not even going to be seen that's for them to know that they did a good job that means they have a very high standard for themselves and uh i think that you could submit that uh to uh, a job and i would hire you
0: well, you know,
1: that's a minute. But, you know, what I'm saying like if, if if you came in with that attitude, that's how you get
0: hired. There's the the old expression. Anything worth doing is worth doing. Right. Um, you know, the, there is. You know, there is there is this philosophy that goes back that I don't know if. If it's as popular today as it once was, pride
1: but, in a job well done.
0: Yeah, is that is that you do something not because someone's going to see you or someone's going to check, but because it should be done correctly. You know, are are you? I remember I visited a friend of mine. He was my boss at the time uh, in a small company that I worked for, and I went over his house. His house looked amazing. It was just beautiful. His wife had uh, decorated it so nicely. Everything looked so clean and organized and nice and something like just blew me away i was like wow you know this is amazing and uh and it was a modest home it was just everything was done so nicely and for some reason or other i had to get something out of the cabinet and it was uh the cabinet under the kitchen sink and uh and i opened it and every imagine like every single cleaning product from a grocery store like one of everything had just been shoved under there packed under there <laughs> and it was like when you opened it it was like
1: things fall out all and just like, ready oh, to gosh. start flying
0: out of there like that's not usable that's somebody just throwing everything in there and sh- forcing the door shut and it's just that's the only thing holding it in there and later, I, I i was um I was getting. I wasn't snooping. I promise, uh, but I was going into a different closet, and it was the same thing in that other closet. And then I started snooping a little bit, and you're I looked like, in I a couple other closets, of and it was all like that. And so I don't know what their house normally looked like. If it was, if oh, it was you're like always, like
1: a last minute, quick shove it all underneath the rug kind of situation, or
0: or. This is just how it was all the time, and that that things were just forced in there, and and there was no that organization.
1: Says so much about the person. I mean, oh I have told you so many times about that book, Snoop. What your stuff says about yeah, the you. rapper. Yeah, it's all about Snoop Dogg. Um, no, it's uh, it's about how your uh, your environment, your um, your work, your office, your home, your room. You know, whatever kind of space that you have. Uh, where you place things and hang pictures and things like that. It all says it can tell a lot about the type of person. So it's really interesting.
0: I love that. And I think it's totally true. And, you know, it's something that when I have two kids and I try to teach them to put things away and my son is really, really, really good about the things that he values. So, you know, whether like, for example, like his Pokemon cards. He
1: got to keep those in are very organized,
0: very everything has it. You know, the more expensive ones have their own little sleeves and they're organized. And when he takes them out, he like he's very careful with them. He carries them around in a little thing, a little box, you know, like he's super careful with those kinds of things. But at night, you know, when he's getting changed, just shirt off, throw it, whatever, wherever it goes. Maybe it's lands in the tub. Maybe it goes downstairs down, you know, whatever. He doesn't care. Just taking my shirt off, woo! Shirts off, because he doesn't have to do any of that. He just whips it off, and then it's it's someone else's problem. The shirt will
1: be taken away, and I won't have to deal with it.
0: Yeah, my daughter does does keep her own stuff organized, but not not the way I would like. And that's part of that's being a kid. But you know, also like keeping your things nice, keeping your things organized. That, treating I think, your
1: things with respect.
0: Yeah, I think that goes across the board into and represents a lot of a lot of your habits. So I loved I love that one. And the same thing is true. Like I when someone goes for an interview, you can look at them. I remember, Hattie, in fact, one of your competitors when uh when oh, you, yeah. you were you were up for hire <laughs>
1: competitors
0: well, let's just be honest yes let's be honest she did <laughs> not get the job but um the, a handful of people had applied and uh and there was like two or three other people in the running and i remember an, another woman that was there um i remember and this did this did not influence my decision to hire or not to hire but it was just a little uh, just something that you note and that is all, her her nail polish was all chipped on most of her fingers. Now, I didn't care about that. I didn't, wasn't hiring based on whether nail polish was chipped or not. I was hiring based on uh, experience, and she had very little, and you had much, much more. But it, it's one of those little things that, like, I don't care. How about this? Don't wear any nail polish or right, wear a nice nail polish. If was all
1: chipped off, I would have just taken it off.
0: And that would have been just fine. Or I'd,
1: gone and had it done for had the it, interview.
0: I don't remember if you had nail polish or not when you got hired. I have no. I feel like I didn't. I have no memory of
1: but it. But I don't know. I don't remember either. But I
0: remember <laughs> that hers was all chipped up. Exactly. And, uh, and when, when uh, my wife and I were selling our second house, I was, it, we were in the process of getting it ready for sale. And this was a 1950s ranch-style home. It had been, you know, they had built on a small addition probably 20 years after they had bought the house. And it, things, not everything matched. And one of the things that didn't match were the light switches and uh, and light pla- and the little plastic plates that go around them and the plastic plates and, and, uh, and outlet plugs. They didn't match. And what I mean by didn't match is some were from the 1950s or 60s, some were from the 80s, some were from, you know, the 90s. So what I did is I went to home, I counted them all up. I went to Home Depot. I bought brand new light switches and outlet plugs and plates for all of them that were a modern style that matched the house, but they were a modern style. And they're all the same color, the beige and some white and some off white and some curved and what no, all the same. And I took i don't know probably took me two or three hours on a weekend, and I redid all of them so that every single plug and every single light switch was not only new but matched and it's one my wife said you're you're crazy to waste time, and my it wasn't a lot of money, hundred bucks, I don't know, less." She says, Oh, you're crazy to waste all the time and, and on this. You know, like you can do it if you want, but it's it's but the effect that it had was tremendous because it
1: raised the whole house a whole level of right. craftsmanship.
0: You don't even notice it really. When you're walking through a house, you're not thinking, Are the light switches new? Do they all match? But the fact that they all looked new and that they all matched gave the impression, which was relatively accurate, that you know what, things have been done right in this house. Right everything co- is cohesive in this house.
1: Well, also when something's done right, you shouldn't notice it. Right. But if something's done wrong, you definitely will and that will stick with you.
0: Uh the the wonderful quote from uh the uh, episode uh Godfellas of uh Futurama where the uh omnipotent and omniscient both uh Uh, solar system galaxy whatever it is that's talking to bender he says if you do things right people won't know you've done anything at all and a lot of the cases that's true when i was a sysadmin, nobody knew i was there or understood why i was there unless something went wrong and when something goes wrong oh everybody's dan's best friend all of a sudden but when uh when everything's humming along they don't know that i'm doing any work so they think that i'm not doing any work so that's that's that Speaking of not doing any work, Hattie, wouldn't it be nice if you could make a website without doing any work or with doing very, very little work?
1: If only something like that was possible. Could you tell
0: us about our first sponsor?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course I can. It's Squarespace. Woo! Squarespace. Make your next move.
0: Yeah, they They got these new, like, they got these new uh, slogans. So we didn't even give them these.
1: I know. We we didn't even make them run with it. I know. Uh, But they have beautiful award-winning designer templates they're absolutely gorgeous uh you can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template uh and they're the most beautiful way to present your ideas online all in one platform it's super easy dan how many Squarespaces did you have at one
0: time oh my gosh i had like seven i think yeah (laughs) Uh, and that's because i got to the point where I, i really just wanted to focus on the stuff that i was doing i wanted to focus on making the the app or the product or the service, I didn't want to worry about building out a website for it. Uh, it's just that was not interesting to me. It was not fun. And uh, I instead of having to go and pe- spend a ton of money to hire somebody else to do that for me, Squarespace was there with amazing templates, a logo you don't even designer. Have to, uh, you
1: don't have to like install anything. It's just all online.
0: And they have the domain name registration thing now, too.
1: So nice. And they have award-winning 24-customer service, too, in case you have any questions.
0: So, Hattie, what do they do to uh, make use of this amazing product? Well,
1: when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, uh, make sure you use the offer code QUIT to get 10% off your first purchase uh, and to show your support for this show so that we can continue doing this show. Do you want to keep doing the show
0: or should we end it?
1: Well, I don't know. It's up to our listeners. Up
0: to them. Yeah. So, they can go to squarespace.com and the code is...
1: Quit, and you get a free trial.
0: And you get 10%, 10% off, off your first purchase. There you go. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you. All right, let's see what else Hattie put in here.
1: It's been a long time and since i And I even have read. a topic. I don't, saying. Saying. I don't know if...
0: We, yeah, you, know, you did great. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was <laughs> beautiful. Been,
1: how long has it been? Like a, Not a, quite a
0: year. A couple days. What? At least a couple days. Nah. A, she says a bag. Okay. I said a couple deliveries came for me. She says Zappos and a bag came for me that <laughs> that should be the title of this episode Zap Zap in in a ba- a bag. yeah because i remember how i told you i ordered the new sneakers to try out
1: yeah and, and you said i also have like a weird yeah, and then FedEx. i got
0: a notification from fedex that the package was on the way who's it from well, i'll ask her who's the bag from well, i mean she's a bag I'm anyway. picturing
1: like a Whole Foods bag that's been stapled. You know, what I was
0: thinking is have, in the old days, I don't know if you've ever seen these, you know, the plastic bags where it's a plastic bag, cheap, and it has a little like plastic, solid plastic handle kind of melted into the top. And the plastic handle has a little peg that fits into the little hole on the other side to like snap it closed.
1: Yes. You know I I'm totally about? know those. I hated those. Yeah. I could never opened them. That's
0: what I'm imagining when she said yes. a bag. So this uh, article here is in Entrepreneur, Why Office Perks Are Traps, Not Benefits. And the sub, sub line is, don't be seduced by an office with ping pong tables and massage chairs. And it's got a picture I like of the dude
1: playing ping pong. The
0: dude playing ping <laughs> he pong. You would
1: never play ping
0: pong. You know, I agree. You know who he looks like to me? Who? Is the guy that was just in that movie that I was telling you about, uh, the one that's the thinly veiled story about uh, the Dianetics uh, guy? And oh, then, uh, um, Phoenix. Phoenix uh, what's Joaquin. his last name?
1: Joaquin, not River.
0: Joaquin R-I-P. Phoenix. It looks just like him. I think it's him. And he's sort of playing pinball uh, with well, another not guy. Pinball, pa- what I say? Pinball, ping pong. <laughs> yes. And behind them are like a stone brick wall.
1: Exposed brick. And
0: there's like a like a girl with
1: At like a very lonely looking table.
0: Yeah, and then there's a, another an,
1: girl just on her phone. She's just on her phone working. behind
0: her. And there's like an uh like a, a whiteboard or a drawing
1: with no work tablet done on with it. with no work done on
0: it. <laughs> and uh did you read this whole thing because uh, I, I just I
1: read most I just skimmed of it but it. not all
0: of it. But basically what they're saying is um and we've this, talked
1: about this in a way before. Oh,
0: yeah. This person is, uh, correctly, his name is uh, Dennis Oisibio. He is the design lead at Tuft & Needle. Ah, They're the ones that make the beds, right? I think so. Shame on them for not sponsoring. But uh, he says he works at a company that values its employees and gives real meaningful benefits. Let me say that differently. My company gives us benefits, not perks. There's an important difference. Benefits are things like health insurance, paternity leave, and paid sick leave. These days you'll hear more about perks than you will about benefits. Things like ping pong tables, fridges stacked full of Red Bull and Perrier, video games and other vanity items. What the employer is signaling to you with these items is clear. We're cool. We're hip. Join us and you too can play ping pong all the time. It's an attractive signal, especially to young employees. He continues, it's also a siren song. Why? These benefits have diminishing returns. You simply don't value a foosball table as much the 10th time you've played it as the first time. More than that, you start to realize that many of the perks that attract employees don't actually help and may cause more harm than you, good.
1: You know what? I will, I will draw a comparison because it just flew into my brain. All right. It's like when you're searching for an apartment. And they're like, we have on-site facilities. We've mm. got a hot tub and a pool and a workout room, and we also teach yoga classes on Wednesdays. And and we've we have three brand new gas grills. They were just installed. Look, I will never touch any of those things. I will go get my mail and go upstairs and go into my apartment. That's all I do. I drive to and from my apartment, park, go in. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never. I don't care if you have like a flat screen TV in the uh, in the front office. I will never be in there unless I need to. I need to pick up. A I want to go.
0: I want to go hang out there.
1: But see, like I feel like
0: get a break from my children's screen. Well,
1: that's true, uh, but. You know, it's like it's like that thing where they're putting all these goodies, but you know that you're never going to use right. them. Right? What the would same be more? Foosball table. Like, I will never touch that. I don't even have time to even look
0: up. Right? What would be more <laughs> important for you? I would imagine it, at an apartment would be like
1: not having a barking, a barking dog right? Or not a having darking bark, bog a dar- I mean, a
0: darking bog next door or, you know whichever. or or maybe getting a discount on on your rent for some reason or right. for a signing bonus or you know or maybe
1: like can i get a, a discount cuz i'm not going to use any of that stuff yeah
0: really uh he he has a lot of other comments this article's well worth a read i think and one of the the other themes in this article is talking about how um how taking time off or uh, being away from work That is considered, in his words, a sign of weakness. He quotes Michael Bloomberg's advice to young people. Yeah, I was going to read this part. Go go ahead. No. No, no, you go. Arrive early, stay late, eat lunch at your desk. And the implication here is don't take vacations, don't recharge, put in the nonstop hours and succeed. And, you know, that's, there's something here. Again, we go back, actually, Hattie, this ties in very well to that tweet in the beginning, because you're talking about proving yourself, proving yourself that you're going to work harder than anyone else you're going to be more loyal than anyone else in fact if you put toys in the office if you put distractions and fun things in the office i won't ever leave and my family will be all the people here at the office and my friends will be all the people here at the office and you all are going to stay after work because you're going to play ping pong and drink beer and watch a, a movie and i'm going to be the guy who's like nope i'm leaving i'm going to see you guys on uh, on monday or i'll see you guys tomorrow like really you're leaving because we just ordered a pizza like you don't want to hang with us all right no that's cool no it's not required i remember one time i was uh i was going to uh, we were having a all of us worked at this small company we were all telecommuters we all worked in different places and and periodically they would have a kind of like a you know we're all going to get together and meet up so you come here and uh and, and come to i think it was phoenix arizona you come here and you'll hang out here and we'll do stuff and um they had come and come up with a with a reason for us to do it. Edward Tufty was putting on a uh, one of his presentations. It's like a two or three day thing that he does, and they were bringing us all out to watch that. and uh, And I, that was like that was on like a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And I wasn't sure. I said, "Well, should I? You know, wh- when should I get there? Should I get there Monday night and leave Wednesday evening? What's What's the thinking?" And my boss is like, "Well." You could do that, but then you'd miss all the, the hang out and bonding stuff that we're doing ahead of time. He didn't use the word bonding. Um, you'll miss all of that, and I said, okay, so... He's like, but that's not required. It's up to you if you want to do it.
1: It's that subtle pressure that uh oh, everyone else that. is doing
0: it. Everyone else is gonna be here. That's
1: literally like schoolyard peer pressure.
0: Right. Everyone else is getting in on Sunday night. But you you can get in on you know oh, on Tuesday night. I think that'll
1: work out for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you can you can leave at uh you can leave Wednesday night. Other people are gonna be here probably through, you know, Friday. But you can you can leave that if you want. I'm like, well you know, then make it required. Or don't make it required, you know? And, and I have no problem. People work in different places. You want to bring them all together? Uh, then that's fine. But, you know, back to back to this guy's point here. You know, you, you think about how do you entice pe- people to stay and, and hang out? You know what? We'll do dry cleaning service. So that way you don't have to go and do that thing. You can stay, work longer. You know, you... You, you don't want almost kind
1: of a guilt trip
0: You don't want to go and leave for lunch. We'll have food here. There's food right here in this we got a little cafeteria Don't well, go to the coffee shop to work. We've got a coffee shop. It's right here and it's free You don't have to pay for anything. Well, you can just stay here
1: It's like a guilt trip in the way that it's like oh look at all this stuff We will we do all this stuff for you. Don't you want to like stay and do yeah. more? Uh, I saw another um Line, uh go by on LinkedIn. Uh, apparently there's a lot of good quit stuff on LinkedIn, just saying. Yeah, maybe that's um, where you can get your, I know. spend your Thursdays it reading. It says, if you fall in life, neither your boss nor client will offer you a helping hand. Your family and friends will. This is a, another reason to leave the office on time is, is what their point is. Um, that like putting in extra time with your client or, you know, like going out of your way, like they will never do the same for you but your family and friends will. So why not put in the extra time with them instead? So good. I love that.
0: Now this other article that, uh, that you put in here is really good too. We've talked about it so much. I feel like going over it again and wasting more t- show time on it, it I would just say why- listen to episodes was one Wait. through 101 of quit to hear us talk about this but, the, but i, I like love the way this article i like this
1: one is written because it's more from a personal standpoint uh, Oh, I am sorry a, i was
0: i was not criticizing your article i was no, just no, saying no no no
1: i'm saying that's the reason why i thought it was worth oh, talking about oh it's definitely again.
0: so so let's let's hear what you got to say about it i just don't want to um,
1: Beat a dead horse Yeah But uh, but, but
0: the, the, Everything that we've said Hattie This it's article in, not, just right? Just reinforces Everything you and I Have said for 101 episodes What is this about
1: It's basically how uh, Apparently He says A year ago My boss announced That our large New York ad agency Would be moving Into an open office
0: It's a she by the way Lynn's She I'm sorry I was wow. scrolled down There was a guy In the picture wow. I
1: know There I go Uh After nine years as a senior writer, I was forced to trade in my private office for a seat at a long shared table. It felt like my boss had ripped off my clothes and left me standing in my skivvies. (laughs) Uh, And she goes on to talk about how, you know, at lunchtime she had to go and buy a pair of noise canceling headphones like as soon as she could, because and make them neon blue so that everybody would notice because everyone's going through and loud yelling, laughing, loud music, like all of this stuff, and it just completely disruptive. To Can you her, imagine to her that? Can you
0: imagine that the la- And she describes it just like you said, like loud music. She's here's what she says: Yeah, all day there was a constant shuffling, yelling, and laughing along with loud music piped through a PA system. I mean, it's just. It's just crazy to me that, that they would take a setup that they'd had for, she says, nine years she yeah. was there as a senior writer.
1: And now that office plan is interfering with her being that senior writer and getting her stuff done.
0: Can you imagine trying to write in that kind oh of environment? My gosh. And it's very different to go into something and say, uh, say, you know what, we're... This is the way we're set up. Like you imagine like an old fashioned newsroom where everyone's out there typing and like you go to work there, you look around, you know what you're going in for, you know what you're going to get. But for nine years or longer, this woman has been writing a certain way and doing work a certain way. And now she's got probably very, I'm going to guess if she's been at the job for nine years and hasn't got fired. She's going to uh, have had, have built up really good effective habits that are based on working in that way.
1: Yep. And uh, later on in the article, it says a 2013 study found that many workers in open offices are frustrated by distractions that lead to poorer work performance. Nearly half of the surveyed workers in open offices said the lack of sound privacy was a significant problem for them and more than 30 percent complained about the lack of visual privacy. Like, that's not good,
0: No, it's bad. It's all bad. It's bad news.
1: I can never, people, all my friends in high school would always be like, let's go to the coffee shop and like study for finals. I'm like, whoa, study for finals at a coffee shop? Are you kidding me? Like, I, every time someone, every time someone walks in the door of a coffee shop, my head is going to go up and I'm going to look at who comes in the door because that's just the kind of person that I am. Every time someone yells out, you know, Double mocha like I'm going that that isn't I'm not able to filter that out. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a flaw of mine. But that's that is a distraction. And I cannot I could never work. I would have to I would go and hang out with my friends and then, you know, at like four or five when they're like, okay, we're all going to go home. Then I go home and study.
0: That's when you would work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because I just can't.
0: She, she says that it was like being in middle school with a bunch of adults, those who've worked in <laughs> private offices for decades, proven to be the most vociferous and rowdy. They haven't had to consider how la- their loud habits affect others, or, or so they shout ideas at each other across the table and rehash jokes of yore. As a result, I can only work effectively during times when no one else is around, or if I isolate myself in one of the small, constantly sought-after glass-windowed meeting rooms around the perimeter. Her.
1: Constantly sought, sought after—that should be a huge red flag to yeah. the people that just changed this space.
0: Yeah, and she's got another article talking about working uh, from home, how that boosts productivity, which you did yesterday. And look at all the. Uh, yep, I'll put this in the show. Also, notes last
1: line it says, or one of the lines on here it says, "Last flu season took down a succession of my coworkers like dominoes." Oh my god! Oh, I can't even imagine the the sicknesses that can. Just jump from room to room because you don't have a door
0: well our uh, our second and final sponsor is uh, actually is you is me um, <laughs> I'm proud to say we uh, built and launched Fireside uh, a number of months ago and it's it's been going great. And I want to tell you all about it. Fireside is a platform for podcast hosting and analytics when I started five by five back in 2008, I guess is when I was really starting it up 2009 going full time with it. Um, i I looked around at what was out there for hosting podcasts and doing analytics, and there really wasn 't much, so I started to build my own solution. I was coming from a world of software development after all and uh, and started building that platform that hosted all the shows on Five by Five for many, many years and After doing that for quite a long time, every day writing that code, keeping it up to date, improving it, adding features. Uh, and getting the feedback from all the other podcasters that were on Five by Five who used it and worked with it, I realized uh, kind of early on that gosh, this could be something kind of useful for uh, for podcasters at large, for anyone to be able to use. So uh, I, a year or so ago, I started essentially rebuilding it from the ground up with uh, with a design. Uh, In my mind of saying this is something that people will be able to use to host their own shows, you'll be able to go there and sign up and get all of these tools that I've worked so hard to build. Everyone should have these, Uh, whether it's the CDN for the file hosting or these incredibly detailed analytics with geographic information built in importing from uh, from wherever you are, Libsyn, Feedpress, SoundCloud, Squarespace, Simplecast, WordPress, you name it, you can import your show from uh, from anywhere how you know your own custom domain a beautiful website that we had an amazing designer build for us and we're working on new templates now tons and tons of advanced features like uh, custom art time code linking embeddable players chapter markers a bookmarklet for adding links i mean you name it i've put it in there and i'm adding new features every day all the time go check it out it's at fireside.fm that's fireside.fm and uh, because you're an amazing listener, you can go and uh, use the code QUIT. What do they get for that, Hattie? They get 20% off for the first three months yep. on anything you do over there at Fireside. So please do go check out Fireside. There's a week-long free trial you can use to see if you like it, import your show if you've already got one, and uh, go be a podcaster. Why not? It's great. It's great fun. And uh, I'd love for you to check it out. Fireside.fm. Code is QUIT for 20% off your first three months
1: it's awesome
0: well thank you Hattie now the last thing I want to say before we wrap this thing up is a little a little bit of a of a rant
1: I like a good rant about
0: about what else the USPS the United States Postal (laughs) Service
1: you fight with them so much
0: so I had uh, I had purchased something I don't want to say you know it wasn't like it wasn't like a computer I want to say what it was because it's personal it's deeply personal But it's a special thing that I had purchased from, I would say now a friend. Yes. And it was very expensive.
1: Soon a colleague.
0: And he, maybe. And he sent this thing to me. And he sent it USPS, priority, insured, signature required, all of that stuff. And it was set up for delivery on a Saturday. I was home all day that Saturday. My wife was there. Her brother was there. Both my children were there at the home. I spent a good part of the day out front, in front of my house, outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part of this.
0: Memory. I wasn't waiting for it, but it was such a beautiful day. Why not? We had the doors open. We, you know It was a wonderful day. Beautiful Austin day, just like you dream <laughs> a about. A
1: nice February day. Yeah. See, people don't know that that, that is nice. It right. was like 75 or 80 degrees. 75
0: degrees, degrees <laughs> clear skies. Shorts. Ugh, beautiful. I'm in shorts today. I know. So we were... Uh we were quite there at the house, active at the house. And I, I look I said, Oh yeah, great. Seven thirty in the morning. This thing's out for delivery already. Great. That's awesome. Like perfect. Yeah, uh, and and so it's it's out for delivery, out for delivery all day. And we eat dinner. And then it's like time to put the kids to bed. And I look at uh at my little uh deliveries app on the phone and it says 721 PM Item returned to post office status available for pickup.
1: And <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. Like, no, no. no. I'm not gonna pick it up. No, it's Sorry. not it's not
0: available for pickup. <laughs> it's, it's delivery. Not, yeah. <laughs> it should say delivered now. Right. So, you know, of course I want to get to the bottom of this. But it's Saturday and no one's at the post office anymore. No one answers the phone. Nothing happens. Uh so I wait until sunday morning i don't think anyone's going to be there but i figure what the heck i'll just call them so i call the local post office number and a lady answers and uh she's all she's she's there i'm like okay maybe she can help i said hey i'm wondering if you could help me uh there was a a delivery it was a priority mail out for delivery yesterday and uh and now it says that it went back to the post office and it just says available for pickup And there was no note. And there's no note on the door. No delivery attempt was made because we were here all day. And she says, okay, what's the number? And I read her the number, very long number they have. And she says, well, I don't have any information about that. I said, okay, but it's there, right? And she says, well, yeah, it's here. I said, okay, will they be attempting re-delivery of it? Because I know that, see, a signature is required, and the only way that there is going to be a signature happening is if somebody's there. And the only way somebody's going to be there is if they deliver it on Saturday, but <laughs> it's not Saturday anymore. Then. So I, uh, I, I said, uh, well, um, are you going to come out and re-deliver? She's no, 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 we're not going to do anything. I said, what do you mean? You're not going to do anything. I'm very nice. Very nice at this point. I'm not, a, she's getting angry at me. I said, well, what do you mean you won't do anything? How, how will I get it? She's like, well, you come pick it up. It says available for pickup, doesn't it? I said, okay, well, um, she's like, we we won't do any. We won't re-deliver it unless you ask, unless you call and ask. And I said, well, she said, what did your note say? What did your notice say? I said, what do you mean? She said, the notice that that's on your door, what did it say? I said, no, I said, there is no notice. I said, they didn't even try to deliver it. We were here all day. I was out front of my house a lot of the day. I said, there's no notice. It just <laughs> never even bothered to try. <laughs> Why didn't you bother to try? Is it not what I asked her, but that's what I'm thinking. And she says, well, you, you can come in and pick it up, but we won't, we won't deliver this uh, unless you request it. Do you want us to come and deliver it? I said, well, no, because no one's going to be there. Um, no, you, I have unless to come and get it. I said, unless you could come out today. And she said, there was just a long pause. And she said, today is Sunday. And I said, I know it's Sunday. I was just asking. Also, you're at work. so <laughs> I, I was just asking if you did any deliveries on Sunday. I don't know. And she said, no, we're only here for Amazon on Sundays. I said, okay. Uh, so it sounds like I, I should plan to come pick it up. And she said, yeah, you, you can pick it up. It'll be here. And so I tweeted about this, as you do, and I, uh, I, a lot of people said, file a, you know, go to USPS.com and, like, go through their process and, like, put in your address and type in what happened, and then you'll get some good customer feedback from that. And, like, they'll know, and maybe they can do something for you. I said, okay, you know what? That'll take five minutes. So I, I went to the, to the USPS. I filled it out.
1: Their site is actually not the worst site that I've been to ever.
0: And guess guess who called me? a few hours later same lady <laughs> oh we see the uh, didn't I talk to you already today I said yes she said well I saw you filled this thing out online what else is there left to say you're going to come and get it right you want us to redeliver it Monday I said no
1: I want to find out what happened I, wanna, I'm tra- I said
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to find out what happened that's all at this point I'm already now I, I don't ga-
1: even care about picking it up <laughs> now I
0: know that i have got to take a whole hour out of my day to drive out there wait in line get the thing and drive back to work That's an hour of my day. I'm already going to do it. It's all right. Why, though? We've
1: moved on to the next stage. The
0: question at this point is, why? Why did you not attempt to deliver it? You know, and the guy that sent it to me probably spent 20 bucks to get this thing here. Why didn't you even bother to try to deliver it? Why don't you have any answers about what happened to it? How can you not know what happened? Was it put on the wrong mail truck and they drove it around on their route and realized at the end of the day it was on the the bad mail truck? Fine. Why didn't it say on your website then, um, misrouted, re-delivery on Monday? Why didn't it say anything? Why was status going to available for pickup? Why? Why? You have one job. Your one job is post office is to deliver stuff. So why can't
1: on time?
0: You know what? I don't even care if it's on time at this point. I just want to understand what happened. They don't I don't know what happened. So I don't know what happened when I went there to pick it up. Well, we don't know why it's here. We don't know what happened. Why don't you know what happened? So then the USPS underscore help account starts to tweet to me on Twitter and I ask them the same questions. I'm like, I'm not upset about the fact that it's not here.
1: I just want, to, I I already want answers. Know,
0: I just want, now I just want answers. What happened? You you guys do one thing. You deliver mail. That's and you what failed you do. and therefore
1: I had to go and pick it up.
0: <laughs> you failed but you don't even know why you failed. You don't even know what happened. That means nothing can be improved. No changes will happen. There will be no improvement. You know it'll there be again, no, it will happen and it'll again. It will happen again to you. <laughs> it will happen to me. It will happen to lots of other people because they don't care. The answer is they don't care. The answer is the United States post office does not care. Nobody that were and oh, you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Good. I want to know if there's someone who works for the USPS that does care because I'll tell you what the people here in Austin don't care. They don't care. They're going to do whatever because here's what could happen if they cared something different would have happened. The person if she cared would have said I'm sorry that your package I didn't even need an apology either. She could have said, I'm sorry, I don't understand what happened here, but I'll look into it, and I'll get back to you. Now, remember, Hattie, the woman that did care? When I was going to say, was, she
1: cared, and the guy that, uh, that picked up the package out of the little bin they cared. like, yeah, they cared.
0: They cared. The woman did care, and this was not that woman. So there's one woman and maybe a guy in Austin who care about it. But just think about that. If you're hired to do something, and, and you get it wrong, that's make, fine.
1: Make the piping look nice.
0: Yep, yeah, right. Make the <sighs> piping look nice. If you do something and you get it right, if it was on a, on a bad route, that guy or woman who got that package who couldn't deliver it because it was on the wrong truck, there's nothing they can do about that. But that the post office should have a way to display that they should contact me in one way or another that it can be delivered. Why didn't that person, the idea that that person would say, you know what? This wasn't on my route, but this package needs to be delivered. I'm going to deliver it anyway because it's
1: my job,
0: because it's my job to deliver it anyway. No way. On a Saturday at 7.20 p.m. I ain't delivering crap. You're not getting anything. And that's too bad for you and too bad for the person who spent money to pay my salary to deliver stuff. Screw them. You know what? Maybe we're never gonna deliver it for you. You're never gonna get it unless you, you want to come out here that, and like, go get it.
1: Hid mail. You saw a dude hiding mail.
0: Yeah, there was one time I was on a jog when I lived in Orlando. I was on a jog and I saw a guy, a postal worker in the postal outfit and everything else, sort of jogging down the side of the road. And in his in his uh, in his one hand, he had like a it was like a Publix bag. Publix is a grocery store when we used to have plastic paper, plastic used to be plastic and he was jogging down and it was very obvious. He had stacks of mail in this Publix bag mail. You could see the letters. You could see the shape, everything in there. And he went and he kind of, he didn't see me. He kind of looked over one shoulder, looked over the other shoulder and went over to a bush and chucked (laughs) the bag of mail into the bush and then just so kind of took off and kept running.
1: See, I couldn't help myself. I would be like a magnet. I would just be drawn right over to it. And I'd be like, now I have to now this is my this is what I'm doing today. And <laughs> I would make phone calls. Yeah. It would become my entire day. It was and weird. I would
0: love it. Hattie, it was weird. In any case, uh all I want was all I want is an answer. I just want to understand what happened there. Why did why didn't you try to deliver it? Why did you just not care? It's your one job to do. Your one job to do is deliver the mail. And if if it got misrouted, then you know what? There should be a status code that you can put in that misrouted. Okay, what will happen next? Redeliver Monday. Okay, so you know what? You can't deliver it Monday, but that's on me now. I'm going to call you guys, and I'm going to say, hey, don't redeliver that. I'll have to come and pick it up because I can't do a signature. Then it's on me. You guys at least informed me what was on your notice nothing there was no notice
1: not not only was there nothing on my notice there was no
0: notice. right there was no delivery attempt made you didn't even do the one thing that we paid money for you to do it's outrageous
1: it's really stupid
0: ponderous man it's I just don't understand that I just don't understand how you just totally not care you have one job deliver something you're not doing it tell me why (laughs) tell me why
1: like at least say like I was too tired.
0: Right. If you, you know, if you didn't feel know. like it, then the answer is I didn't feel like it. That's or even driver, an answer.
1: The driver was in a small fender bender and couldn't deliver it. Like just tell me what you know, the maybe, reason yeah, is. Maybe the
0: driver got sick. Okay, that's a valid reason. Driver got sick. Someone driver got knows. Sick. Yeah, someone knows.
1: See, that's the part that would that would really get under my skin. Is like someone that that is employed by the USPS of Austin, someone knows.
0: Yeah, someone knows.
1: And I want to know. I
0: want to know badly. I want to know. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got for this show. Hattie's on Twitter, at Hattie Bird, H-A-D-D-I-E, Bird. I am at Dan Benjamin on Twitter, if you want. Uh, And listen, I got to say this again. Keep sending those emails in. We're going to do some listener email shows if we get enough email content for it. I feel like there's an ebb and flow, Hattie, of of uh of, of email sometimes we get like hundreds and then there'll be like a lull and i feel like we're in a lull so anybody who, who's wanted to talk about this why, let me let me uh, help you out let me uh, kick you in the butt a little bit help you start your own thing email me go to five by five tv slash contact pick quit from the list click it send your email we'll read it on the air and uh we'll give you something special if you do it thanks everyone for listening we'll be back next week